All right, you've turned the corner on the halfway point of the NFL season. You're way past the halfway mark in your fantasy football season. The wheels may be coming off. The wheels may be getting locked on. You might be undefeated. You might be on a three-game winning streak. You might be on a four-game losing streak. Either way, you're on top of the fantasy football world because you've been listening to the Sausage Hut Sports Radio Network Fantasy Podcast with the preeminent fantasy football guys. And that means one thing, and that's what we know, that the commissioner of the league is here with us today, and his name is Michi. Come on in, Michi. How you doing, brother? I am fine, Mr. Kilbasa. Week nine, Mr. Kilbasa. Week nine. Week nine nine in fantasy football is is crazy. Did you know that there are six, six, six teams on a bye this week, Mr. Kilbasa? That's a lot of teams on a bye. That's a big bye week. Can you imagine? I have... uh, Sometimes I have this idea before the draft. And let me ask America about this. Let me ask the world about this. When you're preparing for your fantasy draft, when do you remember the bye weeks? In the beginning, at the end, you don't care about the bye weeks. I don't. Because this, you don't. Yeah, a lot of people don't. But this year I thought about this, Mr. Kilbasa. Let me run it up and down the pole here. Go for it. And we're not in Philadelphia so or in Boston, so there's no Crisco's on any polls tonight. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, I sometimes think I want to pick a team, a fantasy football team, with as many guys on a bye week, one bye week, say this bye week, with six, with six, six, six teams on a bye. And I am almost willing to give up a win in whatever week that is in order to have a stronger lineup in the other 13 games of the regular season. Is this too much thinking, good thinking, or just crazy thoughts, Kamish? Tell me. I would say it's good thinking, but will the math work out? Because what do you have to sacrifice to make the the scheduling work out? If it, you know, I if if it's one of those things where it just happens to work out where they're all on the same bye week, then you can just pretend that you knew it all along and you started looking like a genius. But man, if you just if you put your lineup together according to that, you know. But then again. I don't know because you got six teams on a bye this week, so that's a pretty big. I mean, there's there was a couple other weeks where there was only three, I think, teams on a bye, and there's and other teams four, that don't... and four and and four last week. Yeah, so instance, that's odd, Mr. Kilbasa. Yes. If we were to go back in the time machine, and you know, myself and the doctor are the only ones to have one. The uh, if we drafted to say week nine. I'm taking guys. I'm giving up week nine. I'm just. I don't care. I don't care. You are. Your running backs this week. Of course, you would have had Fournette on on Jacksonville on a bye. You would. I'm um, from the New York Football Giants. You have Barkley on a bye. From the Cardinals, you had David Johnson uh-huh, <laughs> on a bye. As as your running backs. You have Odell Beckham from the Giants and A.J. Green for the Cincinnati Bengals on a bye. 
you have Andrew Luck as your quarterback from the Colts on a bye. That's not a bad – now, think about it. You have a healthy Wentz, a healthy Andrew Luck as your two quarterbacks. You going into the season, okay? Right. You have and you have uh you have your choice. You can take AJ Green, Odell Beckham, Alshon Jeffrey, um, T. Y. Hilton, and Grandpa Fitzgerald in the Cardinals on your bye week. Pick your tight end from that team. Your boy did uh, Ertz, my man, Mister Ertz. Any defense you want to go and any kicker you want to go. That would not be a bad. That would not be so bad. Woodle America. That would not be so bad. Would it, Mr. Kilbasa? No, if you looked at week nine specifically, because there's a lot of good fantasy players that are resting this week. So if you were going to do it, this would have been a great week to do it. Uh, all right, so say next year, we know that the National Football League does the same thing over and over again. They're, they're ass clowns. They got four games in London next year. They're ass clowns. America, I am still looking for that hanky from Barstool Sports where it has Roger Goodell with the red clown nose. There was one photograph posted on Twitter for you, Mr. Kabasa. Did I tell you that? You mentioned I it. That, I asked for that weeks ago, and I want another one. I want the Goodell clown at Michi108, at Johnny Kilbasa on Twitter. Please, America. Yep, there's my buzzer that says we're going to get that. Both of us are going to get that this week, Mr. Kabasa. So that's my first thought. And what I meant to say there was that um, moving forward into next season for fantasy football, because we're always scouting and it's always happy scouting. Uh, to me, it is. I love scouting. I love watching games, thinking about, man, I got to get this guy on my fantasy team. That's going to be a question I'm going to ask later. Who's the guy you want next year? But what I mean to say is next season, we should look at the potential. What is the 16 bye week? And I am in our league, the PSL paid. I'm going to go for it. I'm saying it right here, right now. You guys now know my draft strategy for next season, Mr. Kilbasa. I, I wish you the best of luck in doing that. But oh, for, for the focus on one bye week, I, I think it's a, it's a little. What do you, it's a little a beautiful mind, you know. I can see you in your shed you. with pictures you. and yarn and thumbtacks running everything around trying to figure this out when you actually oh, no. make it oh, work. It's a digital but... world. It's a digital world, Mr. Kilbasa. I would open Acrobat and I would build I would open Photoshop or something like that, maybe even one of them graphic programs. The entire creative suite from Adobe. Yeah, yeah. If if anyone uh, at Michi 108, they want to send me a sampler, and you can send one to Mr. Kibasa too. Anyone at Adobe, we're looking for sponsors, and we want the new software. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and we want a year subscription. We'll talk about it every week. We can promise them that, can't we? I'm sure Adobe is just looking for something like this to get a be a part of. So come on in, Adobe. I would like InDesign, Illustrator. Dreamweaver, Photoshop, and what's the other one? Well, Acrobat. I'm. Well, Acrobat's pretty universal. Yours truly, Mishy, is pretty good at Photoshop. I know the uh, the video editors a little bit. It's not my bag, but I know a little bit about. Oh yeah, Premiere. And uh, that's off topic. So anyone playing fantasy football at Adobe, this is the sausage hut. This is what you need to know. Get with us about our particular thing that we just spoke of. You heard it's that. It's a bye week. It's a bye week. And there's one problem here in week nine. 
now that we covered the buy teams and that particular philosophy of a beautiful mind that Michi may or may not possess, conceptually I'm there. Following through, I question my discipline. But I'm going for it. <laughs> what I want to talk Let's mark about. mark it down is, now. What I want to talk about. Yeah, it's, it's, it's on a permanent record, isn't it? I want to talk about hashtag America's team, Oof. hashtag the Cleveland Browns. And I want to talk. And I'm so happy that you're a Cleveland Brown fan. You know, if you were a fan of another team, you might not have any, any insight and it would be a stupid conversation. What in the world are the, is the ownership, Mr. Lerner and his flying aces or whatever the hell that company's called that's been in court so many times, oh, I don't know. Okay, well, Lerner's dead and it's Jimmy Haslam and uh, ah, yeah, there you go. Jimmy Truck Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Haslam? I'm going to tweet him right now. Now, how long has he owned that particular club for there? Oh, God, was it six years, something like that? that I, I heard his record. It's like 22 and 81 as an owner of the Cleveland Browns. In some in some countries, that, that, that lines you up for execution. Oh, yeah. If you know, if you lost a uh, soccer game in some, some South American country and they felt like bombing your bus, they would bomb the damn bus. It's happened in Germany too, for all the wrong reasons. So, Mister uh, Mister Owner of hashtag America's Team hashtag the Cleveland Browns, I've learned to love you, and for the last forty eight hours, I am um, what's the word I'm looking for, Mister Kilbasi? Kind of pissed off. Mm, mm-hmm. And and Michi pissed off is nothing America wants to see. I can look at it in the mirror and I start laughing at myself because it's folly to get that upset. But I have no mirrors around me, Mr. Kilbasa. Therefore, I'm just telling you I'm in a little mood about this. And I know you're in a worse mood. Who is now the head coach of the Cleveland Browns? Uh, Greg Williams with three Gs. Mr. Williams. Now, Mr. Williams is the deflate gate coach, correct? No, he's the bounty gate coach. Ah, <laughs> oh, the bounty. I, I had my I had my passageways wrong there. Bounty gate. Yeah, almost same deal. Yeah, and uh, how is this going to impact the Cleveland Browns fantasy football team? Screw the rest of the year. How is this going to impact Baker Mania? How is this going to impact Mister Landry and and my man Mister Big Chief? Hashtag Big Chief Najoku. I think ne- I think this week you probably saw a huge sell off of Browns players like yourself getting rid of all your Browns players. I think America went ahead and dumped their Browns players thinking that they're that, that it's over and they're back to being the Browns. So and it, there's a really good possibility that that could happen, but there's also this little possibility, hey, yeah, the stock's stock's way down now on the Browns, but if they by come now, out on Sunday now, and if they shock by the now. world and the, the Chiefs decide to take the day off and we squeak one out, you never know. Hey, it could be if Baker maybe Baker was feeling held back all year and all of a sudden Joe Kitchens or whatever his name is decides to just open it up and let it rip and all of a sudden the Browns are explosive again like they were in that second half of that Jets game, which seems like a year and a half ago. Man, at least in dog years. Yeah, it was a whole different world then, man. Baker, man. But, you know, nobody's faltering one bit on Baker. We're still like, okay, what do we need to do to keep a keep Baker healthy to make him thrive? 
three, maybe win a couple football games here. So Greg Williams, hey, he, he's been around. He's seen it all. He doesn't care what anybody thinks. He's running the defense. They need a spark. And maybe this could actually be the spark that the Cleveland Browns need to turn things around. Or it could be or, the other, you know, the return trip to Schittsville where they've been for the last 150 years. Oh, where, where, where the barracudas are in the water along with the other ones that eat people. And tarantulas are in every tree along the riverside. You guys can go so far down the wrong road, the Cleveland Browns, that I appreciate what you're saying with this healthy dose of optimism um, initially. But let me present, because I'm Michy and I, um, I'm one of those guys, what can happen worse? Oh, what I know what can happen worse. That can happen. Yeah. And then I sometimes I'll read, I'm not always that way. Certainly. No, I'm just not. But every once in a while, I think it's appropriate to look at things in such a fashion. And America, this is this could be a big, big, big. What's the word? Shit show. That's a corporate word, I believe, Mister Cabasa. You're a corporate guy. Do you agree or disagree that it's, shit show is a corporate word? We're one season-ending injury away from complete and utter chaos. And you know, if our boy, if if the ulterior cruciate ligament or the interior cruciate ligament decides to take a rip. On old number five, or uh, what's his number? Doesn't matter. Six. Big number debate. six. Thank you. That's you, it. That's you over. Meant. It's over. We knew who you, we knew who you meant. Yeah. Now let's let's talk. Okay, I can appreciate that. But Baker Mania is one thing. Coaching and coaching staffs just took the presence. The adults in the bleeping room have been fighting each other. And the children, not for nothing, man. I know you're men, but comparatively, you're they're 55 and you're 23. So I'll just go with me on this. So the younger folks in the room are seeing the adults behaving like bullshit. And they're playing, they're hustling, they're working hard as, as athletes, but the head doesn't know what the body's doing. And now they're now that the head got chopped off, will the players A respond with um happiness sadness not just on the field but preparing for this game are these guys in like a what the fuck mode or are they like going to turn the corner faster than anything because they're athletes and that's what athletes do the locker room the and then there's a new coach coming in on his meetings do you know who mr kitchens is do you know his background? He was the quarterback's I, coach, so he's been there. He has he's not coming nah, off the street. No, 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 no. Hold go back up there there, hashtag America's team. Mr. Kitchens was a hire of Bill Parcells in Dallas all those many years ago. Wow. He he was Jason Witten's first position coach. So he coached tight ends. Okay. Okay. Back in the day, turn of the century, before the turn of the century for you young people at Nishi 108. I am not a young person. In my heart, I am. The rest of me, no chance. So he comes from a Parcells branch of the football gods, if you would. And we're not going to see this, as you called it out, Air Coriel, uh, as I like to say, Andy <laughs> Reid style. Right. This is not. This is not the shoe that's going to drop. And I texted you guys back and forth, you know, is perhaps are they going to put like the OU playbook in? So Mayfield is comfortable. 
Are they going to just do different? And now I hear this kid kitchens. I have no idea. Aside from uh, healthy optimism that things will work out because athletes get the job done. Coaches are coaches get replaced all the time. But in the middle of the season, brother, they're going to be using the same old playbook. They can't because the first two guys who built the playbook are gone. They're going to scrap everything, Mr. Kilbasa. And how do you do that in the course of two went Tuesday meetings, Wednesday practice, Thursday practice, Friday meetings, Saturday walkthrough? How the bleak do you put in a whole professional football playbook in 48 hours? You don't. And that's why Kitchens got the job because Kitchens was a Haley guy. And Zampezi is was a Jackson guy, so they're they're not going to change much. They're going to tell. I think they they should. I mean, they should do this every week. Baker, what do you want to run? What do you feel comfortable with? What did you do at they Oklahoma that worked that didn't work here? Right. Why right. wouldn't what they do that? Get, well, because it's because the egos. Football. It's not well for the co- for the no- coaches e- ego. Coaches ego. Let's, let's just say I'm concerned about the guys and what they're going to do on the field. Now, just to go backwards, back to uh, Mr. Haslam, he hired Hugh Jackson. You, who the bleep hired the guy, who the assistant coach from Pittsburgh that they brought on, the OC? Who hired him? I think Dorsey did. Dorsey, is he out the door yet? No, Dorsey's the man. Dorsey's the he's the linchpin of the organization right now. He's calling the shots. So you're telling so you're telling me Mr. Dorsey made this decision to say. I got to suck it up, and I got to suck it up now. Jackson's not the guy. Todd Haley was a big mistake, and this is what I heard in the meetings. When Haley went in for the job, The wet, all right, so his name is Dorsey, said, did you do this? Did you do that? Because you, Jackson, told me you basically tried to sabotage him all year. And Haley probably said, yeah, I know better than he does. And that's when, if I was the boss, that's when that's when that clown got out the fucking door. Thank you, Mr. Haley. You sabotaged everything. You're working for the head coach. You're not freelancing. I've seen it in basketball, and it gets ugly. I couldn't imagine what it looks like on, at a pro football level. So Mr. Dorsey said, screw it, and we're going to move forward. That's what you're telling America, Mr. Kielbasa? I think that when Haley came in, they gave him the impression that he had the offense without anybody sticking their fingers in it. And I think Hugh was probably saying the whole year, I'm the head coach, I'm the head coach, I'm the head coach. Whereas Haley was going, you suck. I don't care what you think about anything. I know what I'm doing. I've been here for a hundred years. I'm doing it. But do you understand that that can, that, that, that ism cannot exist? I think something had to have happened behind closed doors, oh, like a fist fight or something. Ago, I think they must have tangled or something, like physically. Tangled. We all we all know about the hard knocks. Them those two those two ass clowns. And I'm gonna because they're both fired. Fuck them. You can tell them I'm upset, America. I don't Man. like this whatsoever. And those two guys didn't see eye to eye straight away. So whoever put Haley in that position and left Jackson there, that might be the crux of it. How the bleep did did who Jackson last so long after how did he last so long? Because he was in with Haslam. He he had Haslam wrapped around his finger. That's why he got that third year. That's why he got his second year. Because he so, sold so himself he, to Jimmy Haslam and then and nothing else mattered and he knew it. 
did he happen did he happen to come by like your house and get some crepes and some sausage products to bring and butter up uh, Mr. Haslam? He did perhaps? something. Yeah, I'm not good at making crepes. I've tried before and they just ends up sticking to the pan. I don't know what the problem is. Maybe not enough spray. Maybe I'm got the pan too hot. Ah, it's the uh it's butter. It's how you use the butter, mm. Mr. Cavasa. Gotcha. And um Go old school and America, all you vegans out there, turn this off for five seconds. Cover your ears. Find some lard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not only flavorful. It gives up, especially when you're new to it. When you're new to making something or something doesn't cook, much like the bleep in Cleveland Browns, <laughs> you know, go back to the old school recipe and work yourself forward. Thank you. So the Cleveland Browns are indeed going to be like cooking with lard right now. They're going back to a different <laughs> recipe and trying to move forward. Is that what we're saying? They we're, are lard. Yeah. We're dropping French fries in lard. We're not Much using like, any of this fancy schmancy vegetable oil. We're dropping them in lard. Hey, hey, hey. You ready to tie the circle, America? You ready to tie, tie, tie a circle there, Mr. Cabasa? Yes, I am. Yeah, Cleveland now is like Philadelphia and Boston. They got lard on all the poles. <sighs> You betcha. This football Thursday night, Mr. Gabasa. Thank you, America. This football tomorrow night, Thursday night, Mr. Gabasa. Before we get there, if I may interject, just a couple minutes. Please. Let's fly through. We had a big, well, we had a not a huge, but we had some trade deadlines. So I'm wondering okay. if you want to talk. Let's just gloss over the trade deadline trades first, and then we'll get right into it, and we'll put ourselves on a 60-minute ticker once we hit the games after that. But let's go Fine. flying through the f- trade deadlines trade. Why don't we? So, I have uh... I have a fantasy wise. Let's stay there. Okay. Um, the, that the Denver Broncos traded Demarius Thomas, soon to be a uh, free agent, um, and allowed um, Cortland Sutton, the rookie, to become the starting wide receiver opposite Emmanuel Sanders for Denver, is a budget move. It's a cap move. It's a collective bargaining agreement chip. It's the reason we've been seeing so many trades, Mr. Kilbasa. I don't know if America and everyone gets the inertia of the of the um, of the players agreement or the contract agreement. Demarius Thomas is owed a boatload of money as a free agent next year. And if you trade Demarius Thomas before the deadline or all right, there you go, you trade him in time, you get a compensatory pick back. If you lose him via free agency. And you have no intention of signing a mother blipper anyway. He sucks in fantasy football. Mr. Elway knows that. And you get something. You get draft picks for him. So I look at this as like a paperwork move and a big boom for the kid named Sutton over in Denver. As a rookie on a bye week, you want to take a flyer? I love it. Love it, love it, love it. I even picked him up. Fourth round pick, seventh round pick. Yep. You can – there were some other uh, um, trades. I'm not sure if you have one specifically in mind where some defensive players from Jacksonville took a took a hike and a defensive player from the Packers, ha, ha, Clinton Hicks, Clinton Dix. Can you imagine having a bleeping name named Ha Ha growing up? Can you imagine him being my neighbor and me saying Ha Ha about 47 times? I'm pretty sure ha, he wouldn't ha. didn't grow up in a neighborhood like you grew up in. 
no matter all how. He had to do, all he had to do is watch The Simpsons and the kid going, ha-ha, all the time. And it's just incredible. Dante Fowler from the Jacksonville Jaguars went to yes. the Los Angeles Rams for a third-round pick in 2019 and a 2020 fifth-round pick. So now the Rams are going is- for the Super Bowl. Well, of course they are, because they are the best team in football. Um, Nick Bonacani has that champagne, and he's going to start hating any time now, along with Mercury Morris and whoever else is alive <laughs> who, who thinks about that undefeated streak stuff. Yep. I make a big deal about it because they do. It's cool. I'm a big fan of uh, that old Dolphins team. They were awesome. But the the defense for the Rams has been a fantasy, you know, supposed to be a fantasy juggernaut, and there have been problems. So you can see where the addition of Fowler um, might help some, you know, they can stop a run every once in a while. They can play better in the middle of the field. They can, they're not going to be a dominant defense this week, but down the road, if you have a Rams on your team or streaming Rams or the Rams have a great matchup, mm-hmm. you know, I've been kind of down on them, Mr. Kilbasa, because they're under performance and their pain in the secondary. Those guys may or may not be fully healthy. I know the one kid came back. He got toasted last week, and uh, he didn't throw any flags at the referees. But And uh, the guy they got from Denver is is still not playing. But moving into the fantasy playoffs, that could be, or later in the season, that could be a big play. That could be a big play. And who in their right mind is picking up the Packers' D except when they play the Buffalo Pills? <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles got golden taint with a pickup for a – Third round pick. That's not that's not good news for um Golden two, two of my Eagles players, man. I don't I mean Zach Ertz and uh, Alshon Jeffrey, man. That's only gonna take food out of their mouth, I think. Why would Philadelphia make that trade? I agree with you potentially, but why would Philadelphia make that trade? Why does anybody I think nobody I think nobody cares about third round and on. As far as a pick goes, eh. Third round pick, okay, eh. You know, who cares uh, about so, a third, fourth so, round pick? Mr. Kibasa, you are so wrong. Holy mm. Christmas. Mm. Who are you? Who are you? Jimmy Haslam? I mean, I'll throw I'll throw a third pick at anybody if they want it. You want a third round pick? Sure. Here you go. Uh, no chance, brother. You build your football team from the third to the end. Please, 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 please tell me that you're going to remember I said that. Ty Montgomery decided to take one out of the end zone despite being told to down it, and he's going for a seventh-round pick to the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens. No no fantasy value whatsoever. But let's 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 leapfrog. rented lips. Let's leapfrog backwards and go back to Golden Tate. Yeah. What we said about Demarius Thomas being traded in the middle of a contract year for a pick is the same happenstance that happened to Golden Tate. They're not going to resign him because Galladay is full mini Megatron 101 ready to roll. And Detroit is underperforming under their new coach. It's been a big deal. Patricia, um, he hasn't righted that ship yet. I know, but, they're, but they seem like they should be good. They got some talent on their team. I, I, I want Detroit to be good, but they're not as good as they should be. You know, we want the Cleveland Browns to be good, so maybe we're just pipe dreamers, America. What do you say? And the New York Football Jets. Yeah. Maybe we maybe we are out of our minds, Mr. Kilbasa. My goodness. If you have Golden Tate on your roster, are you going to start him or Alshon Jeffrey? Golden Tate has no place in fantasy football this week. 
Perhaps no. next week. Well, they're on a bye anyway, so there you have it. He has a week to learn the playbook. Yeah. He has a he has a week to learn the playbook, and I'll tell you what. I like Mr. Ertz all year long. You like that Wentz is healthy. You love that Wentz is, gets along with Alshon Jeffrey. And the Eagles are on a bye. Let's go to dun, 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 Thursday night football. Let's get right into it now, Mitchy. Your week nine fantasy <laughs> football breakdown that nobody will give you like the Sausage Hut Radio Network will give you. And we got a <laughs> Thursday night game tomorrow that nobody cares about. Everyone, get your Chucky doll out. Chucky dolls for everyone. Little post, uh, little Halloween leftovers. You know, they're playing in San Francisco, and this should be a rivalry game, but they're playing versus San Francisco. The team is somewhere down the road. You got to get in the car and wait in traffic. Are you aware of that, Mr. Kilbasa? The new Levi Stadium is not in San Francisco. No, I did not know it was in San Fr- not in San Francisco proper. Compared to the so, old one, was Candlestick in San Francisco proper? Well, correct. Hmm. And they called it they called it something else for a good while. But it's not, you know, the Raiders are moving to Los Angeles, excuse me, to Las Vegas. And they, they were already there. And San Francisco doesn't play in San Francisco. I feel for the hardy, hardy, kindest, most gentlest, warmest football fans in the world, the Oakland Raider fans. And, you know, for them, San Francisco 49er fans, they were in town. It was local. You can go to a game, and, you know, the city dwellers got nothing. They got all the money in the world. They got nothing. You think they're going to that game on Thursday night? No. They got to be in work in the morning. It's going to be – it should be a a slaughterhouse in the stands, and it's going to be in in white bread suburbia with people got to be sober enough to drive. How bleeping rageous, America. Outrageous. Mm. Fantasy football-wise, you trust in – David Carr, who put up a lovely, lovely fantasy number last week. In most leagues, he could have been the leading quarterback. Um, David Carr going back-to-back against the bad San Francisco team. If you can get him, it might be a nice play. The tight end, Cook, had another touchdown last week. History says he's going to go hiding this week. I'd stay away from Cook. The running backs in Oakland, no one took over. Take your pick. It's a shot in the dark. I would I would find one that would score points, Mr. Kilbasa. I ask you to name them. It's too much of a crapshoot. Let's go over to the other side. Doug Mr. Martin or Jalen Richard, in case you were wondering. Yeah. Say it again, please. Doug Martin or Jalen Richard. Dude. Yeah, the muscle hamster or a guy who catch passes on third down. If I'm taking a fantasy guy, I'm taking uh, Richards, the guy who catch passes on third down. Right. For the for the nobody's defense here, nobody's kicker. I can't believe it. Quarterback on San Francisco, no chance. I'm sorry. Running backs on San Francisco, both are hurt. Good luck. Good luck. Wide receivers, okay. Who is the who are the two wide receivers of note now that Pierre Gosson is injured? Goodwin and Bourne. Marquise Goodwin and Kendrick Bourne, maybe. And the tight end, Mr. Kittle. Now Kittle. If you're putting any fantasy love in this game, I would put it on the Mr. Kittle, the tight end, and Goodwin can be a sneaky, sneaky play because the 49ers, excuse me, the Raiders can get beat deep. So if you have Marquise Goodwin on your roster, 
I know it's early. I know, you know, most of us are just going to be enjoying this game. Good old fashioned Oakland versus San Francisco until they hear what I said a little earlier. And that was like commuter central game and a team that's leaving town. Chucky. I would put some, I would put some love on David Carr if you got him because it's not there. Jordy Nelson to have a big game. Boy, that would probably be cheap in daily fantasy football. So let's throw the dice. The guys on the Raiders are going to score some points. I'm going to say Mr. Jordy Nelson has a big game. David Carr has a good game. Take your running back. Okay, take Richards. For, uh, the, for the 49ers, again, it's Goodwin and Kittle and nothing else. Fantasy trust is only on Mr. Kittle, America. Fantasy trust is only on Mr. Kittle. If you're going to watch his game on Thursday night, remember, when the game starts, you Amazon users, Hannah Storm and Miss Kramer are calling the game. They did another excellent job last week, Mr. Kilbasa. Good for them. And the pregame, here's something, a little side note, and I'm going to be quick. The pregame was all the standard stuff that NFL Network would do. And the moment the kickoff came, then the girls came, the women rather, came on the air. And it was like, uh, okay. And the audio choices didn't say Kramer and Storm. It said lowercase ABC as a, as a choice. So the programmers in Amazon got a tweet from me last Thursday night, Mr. Kabasa. They certainly America, did. America. And I said to him, you guys better get back on the stick and promote this correctly. That is what I see on Thursday Night Football, Mr. Kabasa. Not much love. What do you say? I say the Bay Area and back down and let's get on out of town. It's going to be a fun night. Everyone enjoy the game. Are you going to be watching the game? I hope that people, they stay. Oh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna DVR it and I'm going to power watch it in about a half hour. And that's what I like to do for Thursday night games. But hey, it's it's a, you never know. The, the Niners played a, a good game against the Packers a couple tough. weeks ago. The Raiders, they've, they've got flashes of brilliance. It could it could be a good game. It could be a high scoring game. You never know. This is uh, this is why we're here, though. Now. I agree with you. This could be a good game. Both. This is pro football. You know, this ain't, this is not college football. This is not me and you playing with the boys. There's a lot of pride. There's a lot of talent. These guys put out and a lot of effort. And even if his name is Chucky and he's uh, Chucky, Chucky and then moving to Las Vegas, this, this would be a premier game. And don't let any of my anger, America get in your way. Enjoy the game. Watch the game. November 1st, the one in six Raiders. Against the one and seven 49ers. Ugh. Gosh. Dun, 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 dun. Let's move to Sunday, shall we? Let's go to Sunday, everybody. Dun, 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 First game, game that matters to everyone in the AFC North. The Steelers are playing the Ravens at MNT. The Steelers with a Ben Roethlisberger <sighs> with a finger issue. Against the Ravens, who suddenly, you know, they're not doing anything, and they're 500. I'm going to ask you, person close to this And they to lost to the Browns. Division, fine. I'm going to ask you, a person close to this division, if you're looking at this game fantasy-wise, you see a high-scoring game or a low-scoring game, 1 o'clock on Sunday, Ravens and Steelers. High. High-scoring game. So, as a uh, Pittsburgh Steeler owner, what guys are you? What guys are must fantasy guys on the Steelers for you? Well, Connor was absolutely on fire last week, oh. 
Antonio and no Brown Le'Veon, is on fire. There's no Le'Veon Bell sighting either. No. Juju's None. on. I think the the big three, Juju. Connor Brown and Juju. Juju has go done up. nothing, America. Juju has done nothing. And if if as I'm a owner of Juju, I'm very concerned right now because he's done nothing for a couple of weeks. He's gone backwards. It's not that he can't break out of it. It to me, it's that the Ravens' defense is still pretty good. So, would you or would you not say Ben Roethlisberger is a 25 point scorer this week? Mr. Kibasa. No, I'll give him 19. All right, so therefore, we have no fantasy love for Big Ben. America, out of your lineups. I agree with you. Mr. Connor is a phenomenon. Phenomenon. Against uh, the Ravens, that phenomenon might not be the same thing. However, it is a bye week, and he's a player. And Antonio, uh, you know, A.B., Antonio Brown is just, just so good. You have to start him. So those are my two guys, Mr. Kilbasa, on on the Pittsburgh Steelers. On the flip side, I know you have no love for the Ravens club, but who who do you see as being fantasy relevant here? Anyone? No one. Trust or just a couple names to score some points? I want both, please. Well, I don't want the deputy, but I definitely <laughs> Sheriff want John Brown. <laughs> Sheriff John Brown. My man trying to shoot me down. So I shot... I shot him down. Somebody dropped Crabtree. Was did you drop Crabtree this week? And somebody dropped. No, Crabtree. that was the that was the flying savant. Mm-hmm. Crabtree uh, has been playing better football, but he got he got uh, cut in our league in a numbers crunch. And we can't get him till next week, or yeah. No, he should be available Saturday morning. Oh, Saturday morning. Okay. Well, maybe he yeah. he's going on my list because I, I I need to pick up something. So he, right. he's and on he, my final. He's on my uh, short list of so wide receivers. No love, no fantasy love for Joe Flacco in this game, even though the Steelers' defense is pitiful. Flacco at home. There's always a there's always a small chance he could just decide to play that week, but I don't think so. That's they always an ugly playing, game, though. They haven't been playing very well. They really haven't. And it's a curiosity how come the Ravens really fell off the table. And I'm sure the answer is Joe Flacco. <laughs> you know, Mr. Collins continues to score touchdowns, so I'm going to go one through one. Um, no love for Flacco. Mr. Collins is a player. You own him, you have to play him. You know, it's funny Ty Montgomery got there. Watch him do absolutely nothing. The uh, I love Sheriff John Brown in this game. Love Sheriff John Brown. And there is every potential, even though we're not loving on him, I would say Flacco um, outpoints Roethlisberger in this game. That's um, just my opinion, and I'm you, not taking either of them. Not taking no, no bets on that. No oh, bets. Okay, no bets. No bets. You know, I'm not watching this game at all. I'm going to follow it, but I, it's not going to be my game to watch, or my one of my three games to watch. Um, I'm going to take Sheriff John Brown. You're going to take Michael Crabtree and World. If you got Willie Sneed, why? Watch him have a nice game. Watch Willie Sneed be the wild card guy this week in this game. Um, I like the Ravens to uh, actually get beat again. Why? Because whatever the hell is going on with the Steelers, they're playing good enough to win. And what say you, Mr. Kilbasa? I say it's the second half of the year, and the Steelers always get better. It's I think it may be just because they never play anybody in the preseason, and it just takes them a few weeks to get 
They always start yes. slow and then they come yep, on back. Yeah, there's a lot of teams. A lot of teams like that. A lot of teams like that. They got. They know how to put their track shoes on, and they know how to put their mud shoes on too. They don't care. The Steelers are going to be in every game they play from from here on out. So we uh, we can find agreement, and only a, you know, there's some fantasy love in that game, and we have a nice flyer. Um, I love Sheriff John Brown in this game, and Willie Sneed is the flyer. Let's go to another sleep fest. Blind Shall Willie Sneed. Yeah, let's go. Where are we Chicago going? Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears are going to the Buffalo Bills, Mr. <laughs> the poor, poor Buffalo Bills. Did you see? The did fans. you watch any of that game Monday? I, uh, I, I saw the speed replay. Yes. The uh, when they came out and <laughs> split Derek Anderson out on like three straight plays, I thought that was hilarious. They were mixing you know, it up, and it led to a punt. But it was uh, fun to watch there for a couple minutes. Yeah, and you know what happened to Derek Anderson in that game? Yeah, he got a concussion. <laughs> Derek Anderson, uh, man, I had we had such high hopes. We asked the football gods everywhere for some love on Derek Anderson. What's he get? A concussion. So they got they Nathan freaking Peterman starting. Back to Mr. Pe- Mr. Peterman. Mr. Peterman might as well be in Bali Bali looking for hats. Jay Peterman. Chicago, you, 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 you got the reference. Thank you. Mr. <laughs> Peterman. Thank you. All you Seinfeld lovers. Yeah. Gary, how, how are you? It's been a long Hey, whatever happened to Kramer anyway? Where is he? He's he's uh his his career was ruined because he got caught saying dropping bombs he shouldn't have. So I'm sure he was he's racially like like racially controversial bombs, right? Yeah, yeah. Somebody was heckling him. He, he dropped an N-bomb on him. That was, shit, that was a long time ago. I actually saw him on, I think he was on one episode of Seinfeld's uh, comedian, Comedians in Cars Drinking Coffee. Have you seen those yeah, on I Netflix? Yeah, I really wish, you know, I would really wish somebody would just hit the brakes while Jerry has the coffee cup in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. I you didn't I I it's I like it. It's cuz it's it's only like 16 minutes long. But anyway. How how, how about a nice frothy cocoa latte with whipped cream on top and you happen to like release some sneezing powder. Mm. Mr. It, Peterman is playing for the Buffalo Bills and the Buffalo Bills I feel for them there is no fantasy love there at all. They're going to get they are everyone's whipping boy along with the 1 in 7 Raiders and well, the 49ers been playing a little bit better, all right? But they're still 1 in 7 with a boatload of injuries. The Chicago Bears fantasy friends are a completely interesting team. This is a team that wants to hang 50 on somebody, Mr. Kilbasa. They got that. They got that in them to hang 50 and they just might hang 50 on the Buffalo Bills this weekend. Therefore, there is a lot of fantasy love in Chicago. You want me to start? Yeah, because I got to make my mind up about my man Jordan Howard, who hasn't been doing anything much, but then he had a pretty big game last week. So, you, I think uh, I think uh, we're going to start looking at the Chicago Bears as a team that w- is, will win games they're supposed to win. Okay. Okay. Did I say did I say that well enough? They're yes. gonna start winning games that, as opposed to hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Browns. <laughs> um Mitchell Trubisky, um, with his legs or in the air, is almost the must start fantasy guy. 
this week. One more week, in, even if it is in Buffalo. They're from Chicago. They don't care. I would play him if I had him. If you had either running back, especially on a bye week, Mr. Howard or Mr. Tank Cohen, I would play him because Cohen had that one catch for 70 yards last week, and it was just as beautiful as it gets. 13 fantasy points in our league. Can't beat it with a bat. One more time, though, Mr. Kilbasa, we're playing wide receiver roulette with the Chicago Bears. Yep. And and Mr. Robinson might have a, a kind of a, an injury. I've seen him get hidden. Burton is a player, if you have him as a tight end, especially as a tight end on a bye week, must start Mr. Burton. Um, take your pick. You want the rookie Miller or Mr. Gabriel to I'll be take, the touchdown maker? Who's I'll, your guy? I'll take Gabriel just because he used to be on the Browns. Mister, And the world has seen how wrong the Browns have been. Excellent call, Mr. Kabasi. Excellent call, America. We have one, two, three, four. Oh, my God. We have five. Chicago Bears as fantasy players this week. That's remarkable. And I like them so much in this game again to hang 50 on Mr. Kabasi and uh, Mr. Kabasa, excuse me. And the players we named America, got them, play them. Don't got them, get them. That's what I got to say here. It's going to be a blowout. Of course, the say? defense. Of course, the defense is the, the, oh, the play right, of the year. Thank you. Thank you, the Chicago D. My bad, my bad. Um, yes, because why? Because Mr. Peterman is the starting quarterback. Is Khalil Mack uh, back? Uh, I would assume so. I would assume so. I've I've heard nothing to the contrary. How's that? Sounds good to me. Can we uh, move on and down the coast, please? Let's get away from the squash match and head to a real football game here. Guess what happens this week in, in Carolina, Mr. Kilbasa? What happens, Michi, in Carolina this What week? happens in Carolina this week, Michi? It's magic. <laughs> comes back out and makes an encore appearance against the Carolina Panthers, the five and two Carolina Panthers. Mm. Huge wow. Fitz magic. How many people in America go at it, go went ahead and said, I'm picking up Fitz magic this week. I'm picking him up. A lot. I would assume a lot, a lot. We had, uh, we had the, uh, the devil toads pick up, uh, Fitz magic today mm -hmm. it was on he was they were on the team earlier have had some great games playing against carolina this week i think we might see fitz fizzle mr kielbasa Ooh. america carolina panthers are five and two they haven't begun to play good football um tampa bay for all the famous Jameis lovers and all the famous Jameis haters there's a guy who's not going to be on your team soon wow and i think that uh I, I, I can see the Carolina Panthers handling their business. And let's try and give some fantasy love right now to Carolina. You got Cam Newton, cardiac Cam always gets you points. You got him playing. Mr. McCaffrey has yet to have one of those just stupid, stupid games. He had a great game earlier this year. I can see McCaffrey being a major fantasy player this week, Mr. Kibasa. Major. Major. And... 
it's it's catch as catch can. You got Greg Olson. It's a bye week. Greg Olson came back from injury. Is playing is playing football again. Um, I'd rather have the guy from the Bears than the guy from the Panthers. That's all I want to say there. And the surprise play is the kid Moore, the kid, the, the rookie. And um, if I'm looking for a cheap fantasy wide receiver or a guy who's going to score some points in this game, he's my guy on Carolina. What say you? I say that everybody's talking about DJ Moore, but what about a guy on my short list, Devin Funches? I think he might be due for a big game. I, um, I think that uh, Mr. Funches has yet to prove it. And you definitely have you've not, you've given no love to Devin Funches all year, and he hasn't uh, proved it. You're right. He's a young. He's another young wide receiver who has to be consistent week in and week out, winning pro football, winning fantasy football. Bottom line, Mr. Kibasa. I'm sorry. I'm in a mood. I'm a bottom line guy. Today. And you're in no mood for Michigan Wolverines named Devin Funches. <laughs> I wish him all the best. He can tweet me at Michigan 108. <laughs> wish or him the best. <laughs> I wish him the best, but uh, I'm putting my love on the other guy. Now, you can tease me all you want, but the Buccaneers have a kid named Barber <laughs> as their running back. Peyton, don't call me Eli Barber. Indeed. And he's he had a nice fantasy week last week. And I know you want Jacquez Rogers. I know you want him. But <laughs> that 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 card is going to stay on the mirror in the bathroom. Mm. I would say that um, if I had Peyton Barber, um, if I had no other choice, go ahead. But I don't see uh, I don't see oh, much here. I see Tampa Bay getting beat in a low scoring game. Mike Evans had a nice week last week. You got him. Consider someone else. Mr. Jackson is the man for Fitzmagic. If you have Deshaun Jackson or can find Deshaun Jackson, there's your fantasy play, sir. There's your fantasy play, Mr. America hmm. and Mrs. America. The um, man, O.J. Howard, had a nice game. Again, I like Burton so much more. I can see Carolina taking care of business and a big old case of mostly Fitz Fizzle, with the exception of Deshaun Jackson. What do you say? What do you say, Mr. Kibasa? You're leaving Mike Evans out of the equation. Don't like him this week, and I don't like him with Fitzpatrick as the quarterback. I would, wow. if you need to start him, start him. But I would look for some love elsewhere if I had if I had options. Panthers D. Well, I'm saying Fitz Fizzle, so yes, Panthers D. Okay, Panthers D. So. You're saying Fitzpatrick is comes fits reality and the Panthers roll on Cam Newton having a quiet good year. Cam Newton is a cardiac camp. He's putting up points. He's putting them all up late in the game. Like I said, Carolina has to put the pieces together. And against Tampa, this is going to be this is going to be the game for them. I like them, you know, I'm not a, a one loss sort of gambler, but you can see where the Panthers are due, and you can certainly see Christian McCaffrey doing that, uh, whatever that commercial is, with the claws out. you got to stay there all game. Stupid-ass commercial. Have you seen that commercial? No. Yeah, there's a New York guy called, like, L.L. Smooth. I don't know what the fuck his name is. Pardon me, America. Uh, J.J. Smooth, whatever his name is. Oh. And you got to put your claws up. And McCaffrey's sitting there in his easy chair looking like a dude, like, needs to grow his hair. And uh, 
making the pause and stuff. Yeah, it's a stupid commercial, but he's going to have a great fantasy game. Can we move on? Let's get on out of Carolina. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, guess who's coming to town to play? Your Cleveland Browns. I don't want to know, man. I don't want to know. <laughs> the 7-1 Kansas City Chiefs are going to come play. Team Turmoil, who's my offensive coordinator? What plays are we running? Holy crap, what in the world's going on? Cleveland Browns. You want to talk about a little bit of good news, or you want to just talk about some fantasy love? Give me some good news, Michy. Tariq Hill, last I heard, was at practice today, but they're not so sure about his availability hmm. because he had a little groin injury last week. Hmm. How's that? I appreciate that. I hope his growing yeah. is. Uh, I, oh, yeah, never mind. So, fantasy football wise, the Cleveland Browns. Let's go right to your Cleveland Browns, okay? <laughs> what do you want to do there? I don't even. I mean, you dropped David and Joku. I dropped the Browns' defense. <laughs> Did you, oh, you drop a, Jarvis Landry? I have a correction for you. I have a correction for you. Here's the good news Big Chief David Njoku. Is still on Michi's fantasy. Oh, team. oh, my I, bad, my bad. I uh, I have much respect for the big chief. He put a goose egg I, up last week. He got he, I the the phrase that caught my attention was he was shut out, and he wasn't shut out by the other team. He was shut out by the offense. You know, Mayfield. There was nothing called for him after having weeks of double digit looks. He got nothing. And that was really um, like, what the bleep are we doing on offense? Um, Mr. Kitchens, the new coach, is tight end centric. I made the point that Mr. Witten was his first uh, uh, protege, if you would. And he's all the famer. He's calling games. He's, you know, whatever you want to say. So if there is a, a ray of light in fantasy world for your Cleveland Browns, it is with the big chief and both running backs because the Chiefs still play a little sloppy branded defense and can get beat. I'm saying a big fantasy after all that ripping, Mr. Kilbasa. Mark all Rippin? that ripping. All that no ripping America's team. I'm saying Nick Chubb is going to touch the ball 25 times. David John David Johnson, hello. Um Duke. what's the running back's name? Duke Johnson. Thank you. My God. Duke, Duke Johnson is going to touch the ball 12 times. Landry, Higgins, Callaway, and I think Njoku might see the most targets aside from Landry. There will be some love. There will be some points scored. The problem really is that the Kansas City Chiefs, are the only team beating the Chiefs this weekend is the Chiefs. And that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You got Mahomes. You know what you're doing with Mahomes. You got Kareem Hunt. You're loving Kareem Hunt. The question is, is Hill healthy? The fantasy football waiver wire is come and gone. But if Sammy Watkins is somehow still available, keep an eye on Hill's injury and his status. It's a big play this weekend. If you're a Hill owner, it's a huge play. And, of course, um, if Hill does not play, Connolly becomes a player along with Watkins at wide receiver. I would take Sammy Watkins, Connolly. If you want to have some fun with your friends, there's a sneaky, sneaky wide receiver on my radar, America. And of course, Mr. Kelsey. I kept 
the Chiefs' defense to play against Team Turmoil this week, Mr. Kobasa. What do you think of that fantasy breakdown of that game without emotion now? It's hard to do it without emotion, man. Yeah. Please try. Please try. I I want bake. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I got to just sit here and hope. That's what I got to do. Nobody, everybody's counted them out. America's, I mean, we got to put America's team on the shelf, man. The hashtag, it's just, it's Cleveland's team now for now. You know, we win, we win the next four games, then we're back to being America's team. But dude. Not this week. Not against these guys. And it's going to be 50 and sunny. It's going to be a perfect day for football in (laughs) Cleveland, Ohio. Go Browns. Go Go Browns. Browns. That's all. Yeah, that's all I can say, man. Go Browns. Everybody, anything good that will happen will be a pleasant surprise. That is an emotional reaction. What can I say? Okay, so fantasy-wise, I think we covered this game, America. Yeah, fantasy-wise, I got rid of the defense that had been doing pretty good. So there you go. Nothing. Nothing. You know, this is probably the antithesis of Baker Mania, where the euphoria was such where Hey, I'm benching Tom Bleepin' Brady. How about that? Go tell Giselle, see what she can see what she see what she says. Now, this is like the anti-mania, the anti-love, the anti-hashtag America's team. And as we said in the beginning, Mr. Kibasa, those young men are world-class athletes, but they need the coaches and the leadership of the coaches to execute and perform for 60 minutes. Right now, big advantage, huge advantage, the the greatest fantasy coach in the world, Andy Reid. But I like the Browns to score some points. There's no question. There's no question. Let's make it a competitive game. What happens if my my homie is uh, a little bit off because he has been a little bit erratic? They've made up for it. Believe me, they've made up for it. And what happens if Hill doesn't play? So there is some intrigue and things to watch in that game. What happens um, if Miles Garrett decides that he wants to be the defensive player of the year like everybody was talking about in the first couple of weeks of the game and he gets three sacks? Then it's all and it's a whole different ball game. And it's and no one's trusting the Browns D, but you know, because just because. Can we move down the road, please? Dun, 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 dun. Go Browns. We'll see you on Sunday, everybody. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> My J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 are playing the Miami Dolphins in the 305. New York South, as they like to call it, right? Well, do you know, there are people in uh, Miami from different places and all over Florida, but Miami in particular, they have have such a diverse population. uh, You'd think you'd be in Queens, New York. It's really kind of cool really kind of cool you know you can you know but they're just not big fans of pro football down there they like they'd rather watch something else on a sunday i'd rather be at the beach that's where i would that's where i would be my new york football jets are are scuffling because of a um, let's call it uh a rookie quarterback and there can injuries. They have they have they have a good amount of injuries. Miami has in a similar boat um, scuffling, but they have Brock Osweiler. There you go. 
and your favorite wide receiver, Kenny Stills, as as a potent um, element to their offense. Is he back? Killing. I believe he is. I'm going to click a button if I can find a button. I don't know if I have a button for this or not. He's not on my list. Um, I don't have his status. You can tell me if you have it, America. I can find it right now. I don't need that. That's all right, man. Come on, man. That rookie card's got to be worth five cents. Kenny by now. Stills. Dun, 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 dun. Listed as a non-participant. He has a groin issue. What a shame! He, Just when I thought he was ready to take over. Well, he had, he has some. He has a, he he was doing individual work, and he is trying to convince the coaches he's ready to play. Man's a pro's pro. Number ten on your roster. Number one in Kielbasa's four hundred one k. Fantasy relevance in this game because. It's a pro football game and it's a bye week. Let's look for some nuggets. Shall feed we? the crow. Feed the crow. Feed the crow. Everybody likes being in Miami. That's probably going to be a nice day down there. It's not going to be too hot yet. 305 is uh, glorious this time of year. It's warm. It's warm, brother. Believe me. But uh, the weather's fantastic. Halloween. It's Halloween night as we're doing this, and the weather's fantastic. Let's say this no trust for Osweiler. Mr. Drake has been playing better football on a bye week. I've learned to love Kenyon Drake um, against the Jets defense. Not so much wide receivers. You're spitting in the wind with Osweiler as a quarterback. Amendola is not the ticket. He has an issue. Matter of fact, all the pass catchers have an issue. If I'm showing an, any fantasy love, I'm showing it to K Drake. And if you want to be funky, I am showing it to Frank Gore. There's going to be a low-scoring game in the Miami area, and I just assume certainly be on the beach. You know what I'd be doing on the beach, though, at 1 o'clock, Mr. Kibasa? Yeah, I know what you'd be doing. You'd be staring at all the girls going by. I am uh, I am the kind of fella that works on his suntan and goes shopping oh, okay. for girls. Okay. I go sh- shopping for girls, women at my age. Right. And uh, I have no problem with getting a, a nice, cool drink with some rum in it and having a good afternoon at one o'clock at some breezy outdoor sort of uh cantina with the fans up uh and running and uh someone in like one of them over wraps someone you know over the age of 35 and below the age of 45 and laughing talking with the jets playing miami right on the tv right up there i'm gonna look up just get to scroll for my fantasy scores because i can do them in my head and I would be enjoying a beautiful afternoon. This is going to be a low-scoring game there, Mr. Kobasa. And one Mr., thing, uh, Michy. Mr., Mr. Dude Wipes, Mr. Dude Wipes for the Jets, Isaiah Crowell, is a nice play this week. Very nice play this week. And the tight end for the Jets has scored touchdowns. A man named Herndon the fourth. Sounds like he should be on Gilligan's Island. And... Uh, <laughs> The idea that he's scoring touchdowns from a rookie quarterback means that Darnold is playing the safety game and finds him. Um, little sneaky bye week love for the Jets tight end. As far as the Jets quarterback, if you're desperate, Darnold will score touchdowns this week. The Jets will beat the lowly, lowly Miami Dolphins. Coach Geese and his staff are on the watch to get gone next.
Wow. That's what I see in the, that's what I see in this game. What do you see, Mr. Kobasa? I, I can't believe you actually picked the Jets to win. That's I, I'm stunned. Dun, on dun, the dun, road. Dun, dun, dun. And you know what, Mishy? If the Jets beat the Dolphins in this AFC East battle, that Jets will mean that five. your New York City Jets will be tied for second place in the AFC East. Hey, America, everyone say it with me. Who's in first place? Ha, America's team. Hashtag the New England Patriots. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, let's go to a dome game, Mr. Kabasa. Let's get out of this heat and head into a dome, everybody. You know we're going to Minnehaha. Talk about the Detroit Lions and the Minnesota Vikings. Detroit Steak Sandwich City, as I like to call them. Nice. I can go with that. Great steak sandwiches in in Detroit. Underrated as a steak sandwich city. You don't that find cities like you know, like some you know, some cities say you go to Columbus, Ohio, they got everybody's got their own pizza and they cut them into squares. You go to Detroit Rock City, everybody's got steak sandwiches and they're all good. They don't call them Philly cheese steaks. They don't call it's them Italian food. beefs. They call them steak fucking sandwiches. Steak sandwiches in Detroit. Yes. Let's uh whatever the wager is this week, that is the wager. Road trip. We'll videotape it, we'll blog it, we'll put it all over. And we'll look for some sponsors. One of the cheesesteak places. What do you say? It's not a cheesesteak. It's a steak sandwich. Can I have cheese on it? <laughs> of course you can. Fine. But it ain't called a cheesesteak out there. <laughs> <laughs> I will have, uh, all right, whatever the bet will be, I want one regular, one house special, and one with cheese. Cut in half for me and my friend, Mr. Kilbasa, and a bucket of beer. Oh, yeah. You can have cheese on all of them, man. They just don't I'm call them cheesesteaks. Don't, 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 don't mess with me. All right. They call them steaks. Damn it. Steak sandwiches. <laughs> steak sandwiches. Isn't that what you said? Yeah. All right. Against the Minnesota, let's talk about the Vikings because they're playing pretty good football. All right. Kirk Cousins has been remarkable. You got him. Start him. There is no word on uh, the running back coming back yet. Do you have an update on Mr. Cooks? Dalvin Cook has, says his hamstring is good. But he hasn't been um, going that hard yet. So even if he does play, I'm not putting much faith in him. All right. So because of that's an iffy report, let's just say Latavius Murray is now a dicey start. And it's something to watch. Let's go right to the wide receivers, okay? Yes. And they're good. Thielen is is remarkable. Diggs, you have to start Thielen. Diggs is yet to have that big, big game. Against Detroit... This might be the week for Stefan Diggs to like really get like that sticky, sticky touchdowns sort of Mr. Diggs. This is why I want to get paid kind of game. Yes, America, loving Mr. Diggs. You got to love Thielen. And Kyle Rudolph has been getting absolutely zero love, which to me is pretty remarkable. Um, again, I take Trey Burton in Chicago. One of these weeks, Mr. Kilbasa, you tell me yes or no. Is this the week Kyle Rudolph gets his touchdown dance on? Yes, it is. He's been waiting way too long, and they're going to make it a point to get the ball to him because the Lions are going to come out and try to shut down those two dudes on the outside, and Kyle Rudolph's going to go straight up the seam. Very good. Um, So we like the quarterback. We like the starting two. With no love for Mr. Treadwell, I I know that's on me, 
But um, we like the two starting wide receivers and the tight end to be a guy who shows up. Very nice. How about in Detroit? They have they have a new set of wide receivers. Of course, we spoke about Golden Tate. That says nothing but love, 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 love for Mr. Galladay, second-year player. If you have him, start him. Everyone's going to be keying on him, and, and the, the Vikings' defensive backfield is pretty good. Play him anyway. I love Marvin Jones. If I had a choice between the two, I would say I love Marvin Jones. He's a touchdown maker and is going to be some points scored here. That leads us to the quarterback, Mr. Matt Stafford. Is he a fantasy player this week? Plus or minus twenty five points. What do you say? Definitely minus. If they if they if the Lions have a good game, it's going to be on the ground. And because right. my man Carry on Johnson, who I'm I'm struggling between starting Carry on Johnson or Jordan Howard from Chicago, and then you know what about Legarrett Blunt? He's not dead. They might bring him in in red zone and give him a couple touchdowns and leave him Carry on right. Johnson. Carry on my wayward son out to dry. I like uh, I like Mr. Johnson. I think he's I think he's a pretty exciting player. Um, and there's going to be some points here. Minnesota is just, 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 it's a dome team against the dome team. They should be rivals. They are rivals. It should be, a, this should be like a rivalry game. It should be pretty intense. And yet, it'll be a great show up in Minnesota. So I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take your man, carry on my wayward son, Johnson, and say he's a fantasy player along with the two wide receivers for Detroit. What about it, Mr. Cabasa? Anything else there? No, but if the Detroit Lions win, they will be tied. That we could have a we could have a three way three way tie for second place in the very tightly knit NFC North. Dun, 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 dun. So let's uh, let's root for that uh, little bit of parody, and let's say Detroit to upset the high flying, freewheeling Minnesota Vikings in a high scoring game. Therefore. Stick with the wide receivers. Take your boy carry on Johnson to bust a couple. Be careful with Stafford. And uh, you know, when we're in Detroit, let's get some cheese and let's get some steak sandwiches. What do you say? Let's go, man. Let's go. Can we go to the nation's capital? Let's head on down. Head on down <laughs> I eighty. Towards the nation's capital where the Redskins are welcoming the Atlanta Falcons machine. You think the Sorry, I didn't hear that. Had the... Do you think the Atlanta Falcons have righted their ship? No, not yet. They're they're wanting to really bad. But they need they need a breakout game. They need a couple more really good games. Do you... Do you believe in the five and two Washington Redskins? I do because I just picked up their defense. Well, <laughs> I dropped the Browns defense for the Redskins defense on a non-buy situation. So against against those Atlanta Falcons who have not righted their ship, right? Okay, home a home dome on the road. Um, let's talk about the Falcons. You got Tevin Coleman. I know he's playing against whoever he's playing against on the grass, and he's a dome guy as a pro. Tevin Coleman's a, mu- a must-start to me. Ito Smith, I love Mr. Smith, but not not this time. 
Um, Matt Ryan, question. 25 fantasy points, more or less this week? Less. All right, then the touchdowns are going to Tevin Coleman. The big question America wants to ask is, will Julio Jones score a touchdown in week nine? Yes or no, Mr. Cavasso? No. All right. 120 yards, 17 catches, 120 yards, zero touchdowns. I am going to uh, continue to ride this sinking ship as long as I need to. (laughs) And I am going to say Julio Jones scores his touchdown this week, is the biggest player in the game there, and is, of course, a must, must, must start fantasy football guy. I like the tight end, Mr. Hoopa. Because Hoopa drives the boat, Chief. You know I love that. So if you're looking for a tight end, uh, Mr. Hoopa is the man to have. We have some love there for Coleman. We have some love for Julio. How about Mr. Ridley sneaking something in? I'm not so sure this week. Not so sure. And the Redskins are a whole nother matter. You have comeback player of the year, Adrian Peterson, on your fantasy team. Do you not? I do. He's been hot and cold. You've been yapping at me all year about the lack of love for the Hall of Famer, Mr. Peterson. Have you not? Yeah, well, just like everybody else, they keep waiting for him to get hurt, and he keeps cranking out a 100-yard game. So on a 5-2 and two football team on the Redskins. Did you, uh, did you happen to see there was a photograph there on Twitter um, after the Giants played the Redskins last week? Shaquan Barkley and Adrian Peterson were on the field talking. Did you happen to see it? I did not. The Hall of Famer said to the kid, and I'm paraphrasing America, at Miss U108, by the way, um, stick with it. Keep working. You're going to be fine. And they hugged. They smiled. They were sportsmen. They were warriors. They were competitors. And they were men at the end of the game, congratulating each other, giving words of encouragement, and moving on. But it was beautiful because the old guy, was telling the young guy what's up and that was way impressive to me mr kibasa and that's why i've said nothing but nice things since then about adrian peterson it's not that i didn't know it it's just <laughs> i needed some it's just that i needed some reminding and uh how many fantasy points did uh peterson call, get you last week that's a good question let me see here really fast Dead air is no good. <laughs> I got too many. I got too many windows. I'm looking at. Here we go. Here we go. AP. He's having a great year. Serenading. I can hear the buttons being clicked. Clickety click clack. Yeah, he had 24 fantasy points. Huge. Two touchdowns. 150 yards rushing against the New York Football Giants. That lost makes, a fumble too. He lost a fumble too. He does that on occasion. He yeah. does that on occasion. That makes Adrian Peterson and on our all week on the sausage huts all week nineteen. I'm putting Adrian Peterson in the starting lineup. Da-da, da-da, I got. I, I hope so. I mean, but that, I don't trust that. I, I mean, I I don't think you're running subterfuge, but <laughs> can he do it two weeks in a row? That'll be the question. But the Falcons' defense isn't any good. Aha, America. Aha. 
And Mr. Smith is still not someone I trust, even on a bye week. Um, Jordan Reed, the tight end, has been um, a non-player fantasy-wise. You don't know which wide receiver's catching the ball. So my fantasy trust here is Adrian Peterson. And your fantasy trust here is the Washington defense and Adrian Peterson. Well, thanks for the tip, by the way. I just picked up Jordan Reed for my for my Zach Ertz bye week da, stopper. Da, 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 da. And he's dealing with a neck injury. Ah, crap. Well, you see, those that's the see, that's the problem with buttons, America. Um, I like Julio Jones to get his touchdown this week in an average to mediocre scoring game. I don't see big fireworks here, and let's get the heck out of that part of the country. What do you say? Let's go before the elections. Perfect. And we're going to go to the 4 o'clock team, sir. Let's go. Made a trade with the Denver Broncos this week, and they are traveling to Denver to play that game in Mile High Stadium. How about that for a little bit of uh, serendipity there? Yeah. Mr. Uh, Demarius Thomas goes back to his old team. The new kid gets a starting job, Mr. Sutton. And the Texans, because they lost Will Fuller, America, he's done for the year. Hamstring, hamstring, oh, my God, ACL. There is – they needed this trade so bad. Does he incorporate himself this week, Mr. Kilbasi, fast enough to get on the field and make some contributions, yes or no? Of course he does, because I don't care what you say, man. You can you can put in five or six plays where all Demarius has to do is run a route. He doesn't have to look at anybody. You know, he just goes out there and either go deep, run a post, run an out. That's and that's the, not that difficult. And and the quarterback last year, uh, I gave him a lot of last week, uh, Deshaun Watson. I gave him too much. Um, Static last week. I apologize, Mr. Watson. He only scored more points than anybody else in the NFL this this week. I, it was a Thursday night game. I, I tend to stay away from them. America, what do you stay away from? Thursday night games like me, or are you all in? I think the Thursday night games are a lot better this year than they have been in the past. Perhaps. They're playing. <laughs> Denver will be rocking. Hey, what's the best food to get in Denver? Tell me, tell me. I let me answer my own my own punchline. What is it, Michi? Uh, gummies. <laughs> THC gummies. Everybody's eating the gummies at Mile High gu- Stadium. If you can eat a gummy and walk into the game, have like uh, whatever food they serve in Denver. I'm sure they serve bison burgers or something like Denver. Get with me, Bronco fans. Let me know what you're doing. I know they tailgate to no end and they have a great time. This should be a highly competitive game. Um, yes, even with the lineup changes. For the Texans, Lamar Miller is like comeback player of the, of, of, of the last two weeks. Do you, do you trust Lamar Miller in this game? The answer is no. Okay. Do you trust Mr. Hopkins in this game? The answer is absolutely. Another must start. Deshaun Watson, I'm starting him. I've learned my lesson. It's a bye week, you daily fantasy players. He's on the road. He's a dumb quarterback on the road. But this kid is is can I say it, Mr. Kibasa? You can. He's gonna go he's going to the Hall of Fame. Yes. He is. And it's just remarkable talent. And you like Demarius Thomas. I'll be curious of what the daily kids uh 
um, you know, do with Demarius Thomas. And then there's the rookie Cote. I think his status and his health is not the strongest, but he's a guy who's going to get some love. Rookie wide receiver because the Texans can do that. Are you trusting the Texans defense this week to be a double-digit fantasy defense? Case Keenum needs to throw two picks for that to happen. Is that going to happen? Yes, that's going to happen. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> so that brings us to Denver. We like the Texans D, even on the road, because J.J. Watt gets a sack or two. They, they just, they're just tough, tough, tough sometimes. But to beat the Houston Texans is going to take some touchdowns. And it's a home team, and you know the home team scoring 21 points. I think that Emmanuel Sanders all this season has been a fantasy winner. Winner, winner, chicken, bleeping dinner. He certainly and has. I wanna, and I, I want to nominate him because he's been so good at for our all week 19 from the Sausage Hut. Would you have a problem with that? <laughs> You've been riding high on Emmanuel Sanders all week. I have absolutely no problem with you continuing right, that ride into week nine. He will be a, be a fine fantasy player. Yours truly picked up. Uh, Mr. Sutton, the, the rookie, I'm in a bi-week bind, and I may just start him. Depends on the health of Tariq Hill. Um, and that would be, you know, Philip Lindsay, Lindsay, the undrafted kid uh, that we had an early scouting report here He's live from Denver, live from Denver at the time, is a player. He's a fantasy player. You got him, play him. You can, mm-hmm. you can get him, find him. This should be a, a physical ball game. I don't see a boatload of points, but there will be points scored. And I think we called those individuals out. What do you say, Mr. Kibasa? I think this is going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a fun game to watch as long as the Broncos decide to show up. And they're at home. And if the weather's not that bad, it's going to be a great game. Do you know Do you know the Texans have won five games in a row after starting 0-3? Wow. I did not. They're hot. They're hot. Deshaun Watson's healthy. They're uh, finding ways to get it done. I like the fantasy players we called out, and uh, I may or may not watch this game. Mr. Kibasa, let's go up to the great state of Seattle, shall we? The great state of Seattle, home of Jimi <laughs> Hendrix and Hart. Otherwise known as Washington. <laughs> I, got a, I got a lot of uh, a lot of eyes on this one. I got to figure some things out about this game. The uh, San Diego Chargers are playing the Seahawks. Right. And the Seahawks, second-half team, home team, Chargers need to play a, a winning uh, football game. They're at 5-2. and two. They would love to go to 6-2. and two. Love it, love it, love it. The Seattle Seahawks can go to 5-3, and three, which would be a big play for them because the Rams are not losing. Five wins after eight weeks, you know, the Seahawks might be looking for the playoffs. Playoffs? That's right. Seahawks are looking to go to the playoffs. Fantasy-wise, Russell Wilson, my dear, what he put up last week? Uh, he had a good game. He had, uh, tw- I think, 28 points, and I was thinking that he was going to make me look like a fool for starting Jared Goff, but then Jared Goff got 31 points. So well, there you go. Win-win. There you go. So we were uh, we were right on, on both those parts. We like Russell Wilson again at home. Chris Carson had a nice game last week. I, I don't have a great feel for the Seattle running backs. I do like uh, I do like Mr. Baldwin. 
I, I think that he's is going to come up to speed and play a little better. He's been underwhelming. Hmm. I would, for the sake of all argument, I would go with my standard, standard, standard stuff. Take Russell Wilson and the wide receiver Baldwin in this game, fantasy-wise. Look for them to try to throw into the end zone to one another three to four times. How many connections? Might be one touchdown. Might be two. Hmm. It's uh, To me... To me, it's worth it because that's the way Seattle plays. On the Chargers side of the world, now that they're back and had the week off, um, when will the big announcement be that uh, <laughs> Philip Rivers is about to give birth and his wife about to give birth to the ninth child? America, I am telling you, eight months, 29 days. That wow. child is the ninth child is going to the bye week baby. Another bye week <laughs> baby. <laughs> God bless them all. God bless them all. How's that, Mr. Kibasa? I got a dilemma going on here. So I'm thinking about, I was thinking hard about dropping Doug Baldwin for Tyrell Williams. So you're, try, you, you're trying to talk me out of it, basically, right now. Would uh, you trade uh, Mr. Baldwin for Juju Smith? Straight up, yes, I would do that. I would. Last do that. week, you wouldn't. How about that, America? Wait, I thought I, I thought you offered me somebody else for Juju last week. Uh, maybe, maybe. We have to uh. go to the audio tape. Um, <laughs> so I'll, we'll put that. One of us will post that trade. On the flip side, the Chargers on the road in Seattle. Do you have any idea what the weather's supposed to be that day? I, I do look, not. Uh, yeah, let's look it up because it's going to be a factor. Rain. Let's call for rain in Seattle in November, all right? Raining in Seattle in yeah. November. Yeah, probably. Pretty pretty good. I'm going to say Mr. Gordon is healthy, and he's a terrific running back this week. He's on my team, America, all bias included. Love Mr. Gordon this year. Love him this week. Um, you like Mr. T. Williams as a, as a fantasy player because Keenan Allen hasn't been um, rewarding his draft status. Ty- Tyrell um, Williams has had over 100 my yards. And Mike Williams comes back on the radar. Fantasy trust, sir. Philip Rivers, 28 fantasy points, more or less. More. Must start Philip Rivers. Got him, start him. Um, of the three wide receivers, the little game of roulette here T. Williams, M. Williams, K. Allen. Who is your fantasy player in this game? Who's scoring touchdowns? You can name as many as you need to. Yeah, well, T. Williams, only he's had over 100 yards the last couple games, and he's only had like four targets. Right. So, you know, and, he he just he goes deep, and he cut, catches touchdown passes, apparently. And as you know, he was dropping passes earlier this year, and he's corrected that. Gotta love pro athletes. Got on the jugs so, machine after practice. Well, you love that jugs machine. For me, it is. Uh, we went through the visualization last week, um, but Mr. Williams isn't he a former hashtag America's team hashtag Cleveland Brown? No, player? Tyrell Williams. No. Yeah. No. Well, you figured he would be. There you go. Um, I had that in my back of my mind. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with you. So we don't. We have no conflict here. You want to pick up T. Williams in a bye week? Go for it. I would uh, venture to say that he might be a better play than a more expensive and less reliable Keenan Keenan Allen. What do you say about that? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm sure Keenan Allen is not available. 
for me. Now, well, daily players might like him. If you got him, you're going to start him. Mm. So, again, Rivers, Gordon, what do you think about Mr. Eckler? I don't think he's the uh, the backup you want to play in this game. I think that Mr. Gordon's going to get all the love. We're talking 28 touches for Mr. Gordon. Get some. What do you say about that? Is he that, healthy? Man? Are we sure Gordon's healthy? Yes, 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 yes. You want me to want me to click a click a button? I'm gonna do it right now. Nah, he's um he's on uh, my squad. Uh, that's a Is quick he? button. Okay. He uh Gordon practiced limited fashion on Wednesday. Wow. How about that? Mm-hmm. America, keep an eye on it. I am now keeping an eye on it. Um I had thought I saw that he was feeling good, feeling feeling kind of mellow. But I'll check the uh, practice uh, reports. It's a ham. It's a hamstring. Yeah, it's a hamstring. You know, because it's a hamstring. If they're going to be ginger with him and uh, think about it, fantasy wise, he is not the must start. But I'm telling you, if he's playing, he's touching the ball, Mister Kilbasa. Bottom line. Okay. Bottom line. And. if you have an option, be ready to pull a trigger. That's a four o'clock game, everybody. So you got to be be pretty mindful of what you're doing, because the big game at four o'clock. Dun, 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 cue the theme music. Dun, 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 is the Los Angeles Rams at New Orleans Saints at the Saints. Dun, 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 That's going to be a big game, game and it's got big implications for. For my football team because I got Jared Goff. You have Jared Goff. Don't you have a wide receiver on the Rams? And I've got Robert Woods. Had Robert Woods for you last week, kid. Yeah, I don't think he got a touchdown. Let me see here. Can't get a touchdown every week, man. Yeah, he had 70, 70 yards, so decent, no touchdowns. All right, it's uh, we you know fantasy football for you day for you regular players. Um, standard league, standard scoring. Competitive 10-team league, right? Fourth if, game uh, in a row. I do my math. I do my math because I, I, I kind of project all the points we're going to score and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I like to I, – I always have a nice warm feeling where I can say 10 points, 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 quarterback getting 25 points because that will win in our league. Not sure what other leagues have in mind. Those PPR people, they got a whole set of criteria that are a little bit different. And I feel for you because I think it's dumb. Too analytical and dumb. Thank you. You can hang up now. Um, Jared Goff is a good play against this team, um, this Saints team, regardless of what happens. Todd Gurley is a man's man. Man's man. Uh, Robert Woods is, uh, you got it. You got him. You got to start him. Um, to understand that Mr. Cook's, is a returning home because he's made his early home there in New Orleans. And if there's going to be a revenge guy in this world, it's going to be Brandon Cooks. You know, Mr. Kilbasa, we spoke about my man, Mr. Everett, the tight end out there in Los Angeles. Yeah. Right. Last week. And uh, as I was watching that game, they tried to get him the ball a couple times. And he's still not a fantasy player, but I'm going to call Mr. Everett, the tight end of the Rams, as if you're in a bye week hell, you're a PPR player on the cheap, look for Mr. Everett to get some love. I love him. I know it's a homer move, America. But 
that's Missy feeling this. So I'm feeling it and I'm expressing it. All what right. do you think about these? What do you think about these Ram plays, Mister Kobasa? I think it's going to be track shoe city. I I don't want Todd Gurley to have a good game because it's better for me. But you can't stop Todd Gurley right now, no, even if you MVP. try to stop Todd Gurley. MVP. MVP. Sorry, Mister Mahomes. He's the MVP. Period. Yeah, look, they and it's how about how about Todd Gurley deciding not to score a touchdown and giving you the over last week? That's pretty hilarious. The uh, the idea that that was a smart football play was not lost on me. Mm-hmm. And uh, fantasy players, you got to learn to deal with the the pro football players making pro football plays. It happens like that. That's all. See you next week. <laughs> That's all. It happens. It happens. Now, in New Orleans, we know the Rams just upgraded their defense with a, a, a late trade. Don't see much impact there. I know he's going to play and run around. Might be um, might be a nice option for Drew Brees to outsmart the, the Rams trying to be smart. Drew Brees is that kind of guy. Um, we love it. We love it. We love it. I can see Mr. Kamara coming back into prominence in this game. Why? Because Ingram is a free agent to be. If he was here all season, he might have been traded. Mr. Ingram, you're lucky you have a home in New Orleans. And I look for Kamara to be a nice fantasy player this week. Um, Michael Thomas, you got him started. And after that, you're, you're, you're just throwing darts. So on the Saints, Breeze, Kamara, and Thomas. On the Rams, Goff, Gurley, Woods, Cook. And uh, just because the Rams mix it up. And I like Mr. Everett as a surprise player. What do you say, Mr. Kobasa? What about my man, Ben Watson? Up the seam for a touchdown. Helping you out on a bye week. Is that your? Uh, is that going to be your wild card tight end this week? Ben Watson scoring some fantasy points, sir. Well, I, I guess I might have to pick him up since I picked up Jordan Reed and he's dealing with a neck issue. I don't know what the heck I was thinking. I got only got one more move this week too, and I. I uh, you know, as as the commish, I can make a move and not. Uh, you you can go into control buttons and make a move and not let it count. Oh no, your, uh, no, selection. no! I would never do that. I made it. I no. I did research. I I decided to pick him up, and I made the move over who who I I was almost going to pick up somebody else. The Uh, other guy, so Rudolph. I think Rudolph was still out there. Yeah, we were talking Kyle Rudolph. So this wasn't a this wasn't a case of Kielbasa getting button crazy. No, it was making a dumb move and not realizing, not checking the injury report today. All right, well, America, raise your hand if that's happened to you, and no. That these things do happen. And that's that. Let's go to Sunday night, shall we? The Sunday night matchup of the century in the rainy, windy, cold city of champions, the city everybody loves to hate Boston, Massachusetts. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's be adults for a moment, Mr. Kilbasa. Okay? Yeah. I know this is hard for some people, and I know that it's easy for others. So there you have it. Um, the the New England area, Boston general area, is home to probably the greatest sports towns. Is probably the greatest sports town we have right now in the United States, in North America, all of the above. They have just won a World Series. They are Super Bowl champions. Consider that, please. That. 
they are so damn lucky. And we, I am so jealous and so full of envy that I was rooting hard for the Cleveland Browns this year. But America's team is, in all sincerity, Chowda O'Brady's New England Patriots. It is. It is. And it's just a matter of recognizing and saying, all right, they're the champs. There you have it. The uh, the Red Sox were funny in their parade today. They did. I didn't. I didn't get it. Someone hit the manager with a beer can. Did you happen to hear that? <laughs> I, I I saw the blurb. I didn't see the video. All right, there you have it. <laughs> this week on Sunday night, the Green Bay Packers travel to New England. Do you know the Packers are three three and one? <laughs> New England did six and two. We are on uh, the record here on this podcast here in the hashtag Sausage Hut that the Patriots aren't going to lose a game for the rest of the year. What happens this week where the Packers, who traded ha-ha Clinton Dix, go to New England? What's going to happen? You know what's going to happen. The Patriots are going to win this game. They're going to take long shots of Aaron Rodgers looking dopey. You know what I called uh, Aaron Rodgers this week, America, Mr. Kibasa? What did you call him, Michi? <laughs> I called him Mr. Danica. <laughs> Are they still together? Ah, uh, love and love, love, love is good. Love can be strong. Dude, Eric, how much money do they have? Jeez, they could buy a football team. They could I buy have, the Cleveland uh, Browns. Yeah, there's there's an idea. But first, he has the quarterback there, though. First, they have to play this Sunday night game. Dun, 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 dun. Fantasy love. Let's start with the Green Bay Packers, shall we? Yes, indeed. Dun, 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 dun. Aaron Rodgers. Um, I've been told if Aaron Rodgers is healthy, he's a must play. Personally, I'm really thinking about starting Mitchell Trubisky over Aaron Rodgers for another week. Against New England, I'm going to have to start Aaron Rodgers. America, you can probably find a better fantasy quarterback this week, as much as I love him. The running back, Aaron Jones, is going to get the touches. Um, if you don't have another option in America, I would I would play him. The wide receiver, uh, Devontae Adams, is the man. You have to pick him up. The question, America, and the question, Mr. Kilbasa, is what do you do with superstar Jimmy Graham of the Green Bay Packers? Is he a player? Should we just get over it? Should we move on? What's going to happen with the superstar Jimmy Graham? You know, week? oddly enough, he has he has two more receptions than Gronkowski. So going into this week, I mean, I guess Gronk missed at least one game, but they almost they have the Gronk and Jimmy Graham almost have this identical stats going into this game. So that's that's odd. You wouldn't have thought that that the superstar Jimmy Graham has that many receptions at twenty eight. So he's bound to get because what what does Bill Belichick do? He decides, okay, I'm who who do you love the most? I'm going to take him out of the game. So they might be looking to take Devontae Adams out of the game, and that'll open it up for the superstar Jimmy Graham with the 26 inch pythons for a touchdown at the seam. After eight weeks of fantasy football, Travis Kelsey is the number one guy. Eric Ebron and Zach Ertz are right behind it. Um, then comes Mr. Kittle and Mr. Cook. And that's about it for the elite guys. Superstar Jimmy Graham is outside the top 10. Rob Gronkowski is below Trey Burton. And above, Mr. Hoopa drives the boat. So Gronkowski thus far this year is, uh, like I said, 
Cooper drives the boat, and Burton is a better than better player than he is. Hmm. Moving up the list, O.J. Howard again, then the top guys. You have Zach Ertz, and that's a, a perfect play. Eric Ebron is on a bye. Travis Kelsey, we already spoke. Somebody about. just dropped Eric Ebron. That's a well. He's a, a, it could be it could be a bye week situation. No, it is, but you know he. Oh no! That Doyle doesn't. You're back. not guaranteeing Doyle yourself to pick him back up. No, we we spoke about Ebron. Ebron um, was exceptional while um, Doyle was out, but Ebron was physically beaten up. And you can see where why Doyle had such a nice game last week. Mm-hmm. Um, if he were if the Colts were playing, I would pick him up this week. But that's not the point. The point is that the superstar Jimmy Graham is a, outside the top ten or at ten for uh, fantasy tight ends. Therefore, we're staying away from him. I know it's a bye week. If you have him, you might have to play him. But there's not. I don't have the faith in the superstar. Just the guys we called out. You agree or disagree? I agree. He's got to prove it. He's got to have a multi-touchdown game before anybody's going to start whistling you know, if he's Dixie. Ro- if, he's a, if, he, if he's rostered and on your team and you don't have a choice and you don't have an extra roster move to make, okay. But I wish you luck. But um, yours truly and the rest of us, we have no faith here in Sausage Hut. None whatsoever. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, hashtag America's team for real. The New England Patriots, Okay. Tom Brady against the uh, Green Bay Packers night game. You got him. You got to play him. Mr. White, we love you. We love you. We hated you. We love you again. You got uh, Jay White on your team for the Patriots. There's a running back you don't have to think about. Let's put him on our all sausage hot team. What do you think? That's how much love we have for Mr. White in this game. What do you say? Wow. I mean, he, he... Mer- America, we're loving him. Um, let's play wide receiver roulette with the Patriots. Who's going to be your touchdown maker out of all of them? Hogan, Gordon, Edelweiss, Dorsett, or Gronkowski? Who's scoring touchdowns in this game? Josh Gordon is going to score some touchdowns this week. All right, America, you heard it right here. Josh, you know, Josh Gordon updated his Twitter account to reflect he's a member of the Patriots after us talking about it, Mr. (laughs) Kabasa. Well, you know he listens, so... Oh, I uh, all my Twitter people. I'm I've learned to to put some highlights up of the program, and I'm gonna find a way to put some more highlights up, America, Mr. <laughs> Kabasa. I just want to let you know. Hey, let's if you move. can if if you can, all you got to do is uh, you can get Audacity. Uh, that's free, so you can just dump the MP3 into How Audacity and edit. A U D A City. It's a free, it's free open source software. You can, uh, the learning curve is right. pretty any, short. Any people, any people on the Audacity team, this is the Sausage Hut. We'll be contacted. <laughs> weekly spot, weekly spot. It'll just cost you nothing because you're giving it away for nothing. So that'll be our deal with them. But we need an official sponsor with uh, official music. You know what I'm saying, Mr. Kobasa? Yeah. All right, Gronkowski. Is he scoring a touchdown this week? No. That's too bad. So you like Josh Gordon to be a multiple touchdown player. And Edelman's going to squeeze one in. And on a bye week, you're telling America you're going to lose your fantasy game because you got Gronkowski in it, getting sucking wind. I'm going opposite. Our next bet, Mr. Kilbasa, is on Mr. Gronkowski. Are you ready? I am. 
I say Gronkowski scores 14-plus fantasy points in our scoring format. You're gonna t- And you say he's not. So the bet is 14, I'm taking. Anything less than 14, you're winning that bet. Yep. And because he plays for uh, Team Chowda and uh, the Hoodie in New England, this, of course, will be a, a bowl of the best Chowda we can get. Okay. A big bowl. I mean, a, a man-sized bowl of chowder and some nice bread. And the a loaf uh, ubiquitous, and the ubiquitous bucket of beer to the side. What do you say? You're on. All right, that's our bet, America. Now, we go one more game for Week Nine, Mister Kilbasa. Are you ready? I'm ready, Michelle. <laughs> the Tennessee Titans go to Jerry's World to play the Dallas Cowboys. Both teams are three and four. Really? And wow. Tennessee Tennessee has uh, been notoriously bad fantasy-wise. Dallas Cowboys have one player that we all like and we all know. We have a guy in our league, America, um, called the Flying Savant. I love to speak to him about at least once or twice on each show because he, he's super genius, and that's why we call him the Savant. He calls Ezekiel Elliott. Dun, 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 dun. Pookie. P-O-O-G-I. Like he was his little bear when he was a little boy in Dallas Cowboy Underroofs. And America, we text each other with some regularity. The flying savant has been trying to call him Pookie since Pookie became a member of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> and I ask you, Mr. Einstein, do you accept the Pookie nickname on Ezekiel Elliott? I as don't. Anything- and I never have. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Fantasy football wise, Ezekiel Elliott, Ezekiel Poogie Elliott is uh, a must start. Whatever you do, whatever you do, you have to start even against this defense. Coming off their little timeout, I like I like Elliott to be completely refreshed. I always root for him. And we're talking a you know, 15, 16, 18, one of the top three fantasy players this week. Other players on the Cowboys, I don't like a one of them. No Dak show, no wide receivers, no tight end of the day. Cole, no Cole Be- people have been talking about Cole Beasley this week for some reason. Yeah, people sure have. If you need and are desperate and on a bye week like a lot of us are, okay, you want to take a flyer, you got to think about blonde dudes with long hair who need a haircut, Mr. Beasley, Mr. Beasley, anytime at Michi 108. I'll I'll cut your hair for you. You look nice. God, these guys would. Do you know, Mr. Kilbasa, there is a rule that you can actually grab someone by the hair when you're tackling them in the National Football League. I, I, if I was a linebacker in the NFL, I would do it every time there was a running back with long hair anywhere near me. I would grab their hair and try to pull it out. Well, I would try and tackle them, isn't that the nature? No, of I would the say thing? that that would that I would I would enhance my technique to make sure that my hand got on that hair every time. That's like a variation of the Vulcan neck neck grip or something like that, or <laughs> not, Vulcan death pin yeah, or whatever that it is. It is. The Kobasa the Kobasa hair rip. I'd rip it out. The Kobasa hashtag Kobasa. I got nothing rip. against long hair, but if you're gonna put it out outside of your helmet, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it. <laughs> I'm gonna tackle you yeah. any way I can. 
I agree. America, we're going to put a poll up. Are you adverse to pulling a dude's hair or is there some unwritten rule that says I can't pull his hair? Is there the keeping it real rule? Let's call it the keeping it real. The rule. unspoken rule rule. Yeah. No, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna go straight to the source. We're going to call keeping it real. Okay. And it and it's and uh, I'm not going to say anything about no snitching or no hair pulling, whatever the case may be. But I agree with you completely. And one more question for you before we close this, Mr. Kavasa. Yes, sir. Is there anyone on the Tennessee Titans you got any fantasy trust in? Anyone? Well, I don't know if I'd call it trust, but. It always seems like in your darkest moments that Dion Lewis is always sitting there on the waiver wire ready for you to pick him up <laughs> if you got nowhere and else to it, go. And it is, for many of us in regular leagues, a bi-week hell. Correct? Correct. All right, America, we're calling out Mr. Lewis of the Tennessee Titans to be your fantasy player on this team. Do you see anyone, any of the wide receivers that make you excited to say, hey, this is my guy this week? What about, no, no, I don't. <laughs> now, Tennessee is really scuffling. I'm questioning really, you know, what's up with Derrick Henry? And I'm really questioning how healthy Mariota is and can be. It's just remarkable to me. You can throw, you can again, throw a dart and pick a wide receiver here. I'm not even going to try. So, on Monday night, when you must win and you are so out of luck on a bye week, we like Deion Lewis and Ezekiel Elliott, meaning you probably have Zeke on your team. And if you want that fantasy and football love, Mr. Kabasi's cooking it up here in the sausage hut with Deion Lewis on a Monday night. Because that's the only thing left on left in the cupboard. That's why. That's like, oh, yeah, I got some frozen shrimp in the back of the freezer. I guess I'll have that instead of going to the grocery store tonight. You got to eat that stuff before six months, America. Yeah. You know, so you might as well, you know, take it out, defrost it, eat it tomorrow, go to the grocery store anyway, get yourself some greens or something. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) All right, Mr. Kibasa, that is week nine in, in fantasy football. And the National League Football League. The pro game is set up. I'm pretty excited. I appreciate this time. And uh, happy Halloween because it is Wednesday night. I hope everyone had no mischief night problems. I'm sure that there will be plenty of candy to, uh, you know, eventually those kids will go to sleep tonight. I feel bad for the parents waking up in the morning, Mr. Kovacic. Yeah, me but, too. Uh, you know, if you get any, uh, any um, what is the ones I like so much, the ones that want to rip my teeth out, the Butterfinger. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, nothing finer than a Butterfinger and a cup of coffee on Halloween night. Hmm. Butterfingers, that, that's at least number five on my list. It's underneath Nestle Crunch and Mr. Good Bar and Hershey's Straight Chocolate and Snickers and Milky Way, Three Musketeers way down if there. I had, if I had another one to pick America, I would say my favorite chocolate bar, you know, standard American confectionery, right? Yeah. Is a, is a Baby Ruth. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> America, if you listen to this, take a picture of the uh, the Halloween uh, little bundles that you've collected of you for you young people. I want to see what y'all have. At Michi108, at Johnny Kilbasa. Thank you very much there, Mr. Kilbasa. Enjoy the games. Enjoy your fantasy games. 
And anytime time you need some advice, we're here for you. Thank you again, Mr. Kavon. At Michi 108, he's the commissioner of your league, whether you like it or not. And we always like having him here on the Sausage Hut Radio Network. There it is, your week nine primer. Now go out there and win all your fantasy games and enjoy football. We'll see you next week, everybody. And we're clear.